Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another soul-driven episode. Thank you for being here and for being with me. I am always grateful to have you sharing your time. I'm super excited for today's episode. For those who know and maybe don't know, I took two months break from social media and this podcast, and I just felt like the responsible thing to do was to share with you some of the insights that I gained, the things that I learned during this time. Because taking such a big break isn't isn't an easy thing, especially from someone who owns a marketing agency and whose income has always been directly tied with how much time I spend online. So a little bit of context before we actually jump into my 10 insights. Um, I took a break because I needed to take a break. I've owned a marketing agency since 2012, and basically the longest I've ever been off social media prior to this specific break were four to five day stints when I go on my yearly retreat to a monastery. It's my idea of a vacation. And that's it. That's all I get. I have, through the years, especially the last couple of years, been very envious of the people in my life whose income is not tied to social media, who have been able to just get off Facebook or get off Instagram and just disappear. I have dreamt about what that is like, about what a life is like without being connected all the time. And quite frankly, uh, when I realized that I was, you know, my decision to take a break from the podcast for the month of January also meant that I could take a break from social media. It was like a no-brainer. It felt so aligned to me. I I instantly made the decision. It wasn't really even something that I thought through. But I can tell you like looking back on it now, there's so many reasons why I did it. Um I have really been going through a lot of change, which if you've been following this podcast for some time, then you know that I've been going through a lot of change in regards to what it is that I do, what I offer, how I'm showing up in the world, and I really needed to get a lot of clarity for that. I am very intentional about who I follow online, but the thing is, is that I follow a lot of awesome people. And so when I get online and I see what they're doing, I get all excited about it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this. I love this. I get super inspired. And then I want to kind of run off and do similar things, or maybe it inspires a new idea. But then I find myself not too far down the road, maybe a day or two, week, month, being like, 
wait a minute, was this even something I really wanted, you know, versus just my excitement for it? I'm very empathic, as we all are. <laughs> if you don't know that about yourself, it doesn't matter who you are, you're empathic. We're all empathic. We're just empathic in different ways. And our empathy, um, you know, it works in different ways. Um, but I'm very empathic. And so when I'm getting really excited or I'm seeing people who are excited, like I get so drawn into that. And because I had been so attached to social media for so long, I was really confused about where my excitement started and theirs ended or vice versa, right? Where theirs started and mine ended. I didn't know how to separate the two. I didn't know how to just like really clear things out. And so I needed a break. And me taking that break was literally the best thing I could have done. And I mean, I have to tell you this, like, you know, here I am coming back to my podcast two months off. My listeners have um, cut in half. I have half as many listeners as I did when I was here back in December. But to be honest, that's okay. That's not important because I'm playing the long game. And this isn't about, you know, like keeping my numbers high and doing those sorts of thing, that sort of thing. It's about taking care of myself and, and, and nurturing what it is that I need. Because I know that, you know, again, our, our quote for this podcast, when I invest in myself, the world benefits. And so me taking a break and me getting recentered in myself and doing that as scary as it was from a business standpoint, from a podcast host standpoint, it was the best decision I could have made because I wasn't, I wasn't running with a clear goal in mind. I didn't know what was going on. And when we find ourselves in those places in life, it's so important that we take a break and we step away. It doesn't mean you need to like take a two month break. <laughs> I know not everyone can do that and not everyone wants to do that. And there's no shame. Um, that's what, you know, one month for me was so incredible that it had to turn into two months. And that was just what it ended up being. But um, that's really some background, some context, especially if you're new to this podcast and understanding what it is that I'm talking about and I guess just kind of an, a disclaimer up front, I am definitely advocating for taking a break for, from social media, um, but not just social media. I'm advocating for taking a break from whatever it is that is drawing your energy away from yourself. You know, that could be the news, that could be your family that could be friends who don't have your best interests in mind or maybe they do right not saying anyone has any ill intentions here but we are so we give our energy away without even realizing it thinking it and I'm right there with you so no shame um but I think in any way you can step away and reconnect with yourself in whatever way you can so, okay, we're going to jump right in here. Um, I have 10 things, 10 insights to go through. And I don't want to keep you here all day long, right? <laughs> okay, the number one thing um, that blew me away 
was that I realized I was totally seeking validation from my social media channels, from the people online. That might seem like a no-brainer, but for anyone who knows me, I'm a pretty centered person. I, you know, I really kind of walk my own path. I do my own thing. I'm a little bit too stubborn <laughs> to follow the crowd. So, you know, and I, I, I have known um, the last two years have really been showing me, especially 2020, that, that I do have a people-pleasing problem. Um, but I didn't realize how much I was seeking validation for what it is that I'm doing in my life from an outside audience. And by pulling back from social media and pulling back from my podcast and not you know, being associated with likes and comments and those sorts of things, it helps me to realize, like, or it helped me to regain the confidence in myself that is whole, that is grounded. And I have to tell you, I am so much more confident walking back into social media than I've ever been. You know, maybe I was this way in the very beginning. I have no idea. Probably not because I was very young <laughs> back then. But man, seeking validation. Very thankful to have regained my confidence in a whole sort of way, right? A, a, a complete sort of way. Um, number two, taking time away from social media meant that I was looking for more meaningful interactions. Um, I'm actually someone who is able to have great conversations with people on social media. I like, you know, I'm curious. I like asking questions. Um, and so I've had, I, I always, you know, often, I should say not always, I often have meaningful conversations on my cell phone. And especially because my world has become very small, since you know we went into lockdown last year uh online has been the place where i've been going to have meaningful conversations but i couldn't do that anymore and so i found myself looking for meaningful conversations with people i know love trust over the phone <laughs> like on a phone call <laughs> i don't know um there was a really hilarious meme that I shared on Facebook, you know, maybe a couple years ago. It was hilarious. It was like this dog who is, there's a, like someone like is calling you and the dog's like so freaking out because it's like, what are you doing? Why are you calling me? <laughs> and that is really how I felt. I, you know, because life was busy and fast paced and all of these things, I had gotten really comfortable with text and really appreciated text versus phone calls. Don't like being on the phone. Definitely like can't handle my phone, my face touching the phone. Um, so really like being on the phone with people outside of, you know, my parents or who I have to be on the phone with, I wasn't interested. Now I'm super interested. It's, it's amazing. Um, one of my girlfriends who I haven't spoken with in almost a year, uh, her and I just kind of reconnected. I had sent her a text and um, I had also called and left her a message. And she messaged me back via text and was like, hey, how are you? And she, I could tell she was wanting to ca catch up via text. But I was like, hey, whenever you get some time, just give me a call. I'd love to, you know, I'd love to talk to you. And that, that's that's crazy town for me, but how awesome, right? 
I am, I'm wanting to reconnect with people in a real way versus just like, hey, what's up? How are you? Hope you're good. Okay, cool. Bye. You know, duh. Number three, this blew my mind. Okay. Y'all, we are legit addicted. We have notification and scrolling addiction. This is serious. <laughs> so scrolling addiction when I got off social media, I watching myself like physically go through the detox system, like um, symptoms of like not having, you know, Instagram or Facebook to scroll through was hilarious. I found myself on Amazon, on Etsy. I mean, I was I was scrolling. I was like <laughs> I was looking for things to scroll. I even downloaded a second news app just so I could scroll. I mean, it was hilarious and notification addiction. So the first month, you know, I, I really appreciated the break. I felt very detoxed. I realized that I had been looking for validation and likes and all this stuff. And so I thought it was good. And going into February, you may or may not be familiar, but I had challenged myself to publish a blog every day on my Medium account. And I set up front, you know, like I'm doing this for myself because I've got some books I need to write. And so I need to get back in the habit of writing publicly. And I'm not doing it to please anybody. I don't care what anyone thinks, whether they see it or not. This isn't about perfection. I just need to start making myself write every day. Cool. So like a week in, maybe two, not even two, I start getting people commenting on my blogs and I start getting people following me and by gosh if I didn't start checking out my medium app like every morning like looking for notifications <laughs> blew my mind and I was just like oh my gosh this is all of us you know this is all of us we are so addicted to hearing it you know it's 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 absolutely connected with validation, but we're just, we're connected or like we're addicted to the actions, the actions of scrolling, you know, the actions of getting a notification. Like we are so addicted and, and it, it has no correlation to self-esteem, how confident you are in yourself. Like that's not it at all. I think, you know, an overly confident person who doesn't really need to hear from people, once they start getting notifications, um, they're like on top of it. They want to know. They want more. <laughs> I think that's something so important to take into account. And and it's something that I've like, you know, I'm recording this on March 3rd. So a couple days in to March since I've been back on social media. And I'm absolutely watching myself with this. And I'm just going to take note. I'm going to see what happens. And then I'm going to put some boundaries in place. So... Number four, with a, sh with a sh shortage of selfies that I was viewing every day, all the time, you know, selfies, like, like full body pics, like all of that, you know, workout things. I stopped spending so much time focusing on my body and my exterior self. This was a huge one. I, and, and definitely not something I even expected at all. Um, it was it was just like 
I just kind of stopped looking in the mirror and not in some sort of negative way. It was just, I mean, I, I continued working out every day. You know, I continued like um, eating well. I continued taking care of myself. So it's not like I stopped caring about myself. It's just that I stopped thinking about the external self so much because that wasn't being like constantly pounded into my head. You know what I mean? Really crazy. Um, and I feel like for those of us that, so, and I'll say that when I signed back on to social media, I unfollowed a lot of people. And in the coming days, I think I'm gonna unfollow even more people. Not because I have an issue with selfies, not because I have an issue with like full body pics by any means, do your thing. Do what's right for you. Um, but just because, like, I really want to follow people that have a lot of substance and have a much deeper connection to their audience, you know, to the people that they're sharing their messages with. Um, and sometimes that comes through selfies. I share selfies um, sometimes, you know, and, and body pics. Like, do you? It's not... This is not any judgment on those things, so please hear me correctly. Um, but again, I want to make sure that I'm following people who are adding to my life, who are really, you know, giving me substance. So, okay, number five, the extra space in my time and in my head showed me that there is an endless, endless capacity for creativity in all of us. I had really been struggling with creativity, especially in 2020. I am someone that, you know, my, my crown center is undefined in the human design. You may be familiar, may not be familiar, but basically, you know, one of the things that is aligned with that is that um, me getting out in life and being around people and doing things really sparks my creativity. And that's always why I've really loved being out and about, even though I'm a homebody, um, because it brings me to life. I, I get all kinds of ideas and I, I love it. And so, of course, in 2020, being cooped up at home, not being around people was terrible for me. I was really, really struggling with creativity. And it didn't matter, you know, what groups I was in. It didn't matter, like, the people that I was connecting with, um, you know, in, out in my, like, WhatsApp conversations or anything, or on, even on the phone. It didn't matter. Because I actually, it's, it's energetic, right? It's energetic for me. And it was missing that. But what happened when I turned off those, those outside signals all of a sudden, my internal creativity started churning. And I, I mean, like January was nonstop downloads with ideas. I mean, like by the time I even started my, um, my, you know, blogging challenge in February, I had written a list of like, I don't know, like 25 blog topics just coming, just piling out of my head. Um, and what's funny is that like I had all of those planned. There were very few days when I actually had to go to them, you know, to pull a topic from because I just had a consistent stream of ideas coming through. 
And I think this is something really important to consider, especially as a business owner, you know, an artist, a creative, whatever the case it may be, like thinking about your connection with social media and potentially really putting some firm boundaries in place for yourself if you're struggling with creativity, because wow, wow, wow. Okay, number six, it helped me, we're, we're kind of getting into the deeper, <laughs> the deeper lessons here um, uh, for the last 10. Uh, number six, oh my gosh. Okay, sorry. Just had to, to destroy a net. <laughs> It's warm here and, uh, well, warmer, and the bugs are starting to wake up, and I'm like, no! Okay, number six. It helped me to recenter and gain clarity on what I want and redefine my direction in my personal and professional life. There's a lot in that one point. I was trying to keep my points all to ten, so I kind of smashed this one together. But I know I spoke about it in the beginning, you know, when I was giving you some context to this break, I, I knew that things were changing in my personal and professional life, especially in my professional life. I didn't fully understand that what that was. And quite frankly, I have been lost for the past two years in that regard. Um, for what my next steps were going to be, what it is that I've really wanted to do. Um, and I didn't know how to define what direction I was walking in. Mind you, I have always been a person who knew at least what my next step was. And I'm also a per person who, as soon as I like click into gear about what direction I'm going in, forget it. I can manifest anything, anything. I'm really, really powerful in that regard. If I can see it, it's done. It's only a matter of time. Um, but I have been so clouded. I have not been able to really like, you know, like I've gotten small glimpses here and there and I've had things like starting to come to the surface and me being like, oh, maybe it's here now. And then no, no. And then realizing, <laughs> Damn it, I have to start all over again. It's led to so much confusion in the past two years and a lot of like soul searching and identity crisis stuff. So this is like a really big thing. But taking this break, shutting off the excess noise, the excess ideas, the excess energy helped me to fully come back into myself. It helped me to gain clarity and redefine what direction it is I'm going in. I'm still not crystal clear, so it's not like it solved all my, my problems by any means, but it helped me to get a grasp of where I'm at and who I am and what it is that I want, which is massive. Number seven, it helps, it, it gave me the opportunity to reconnect with the things that I love, like writing. You know, um, I've always been a writer. I've had a journal since I was seven years old. Um, I love to write. It's a part of my, you know, basically my every day. And I have had, I have like three, two to three books inside of me just 
waiting for me to give them the time of day. <laughs> uh, one of which, which has been like beating on my door since 2015, 16. Um, yeah, 2015. And I just haven't been able to go there. I have let everything else take precedence. And that was part of, you know, me stepping into this blogging challenge for myself was being like, okay, since I'm not going to be doing this with my time, I want to do this with my time. And what's crazy is that me spending the time blogging every day didn't just get me back in the habit of writing and publishing. It also helped me to strengthen my voice which kind of aligns with the fact that I regained my confidence, right? Because it wasn't about seeking validation from people when I was writing these blogs, not at all. And my blogs, I mean, like the topics are wide ranging. Some of them are memories. Some of them are like I did, like I have a series on relationship hacks, you know, where I like share some stories in my life. I talk about all kinds of different subjects. And really it was just talking about whatever came to me that day. Sometimes I used uh, some, some resources, you know, when it made sense in the article, but for the most part, it was all me. And so it just really helped me to strengthen the relationship with myself, my voice, and I was getting to do something I love. Um, I decided, you know, at the end of February to continue uh, publishing a blog every week. And it's crazy because today was actually the day I had on my schedule to publish a blog. And I woke up this morning and the universe gave me a beautiful download on what it was I wanted to write about. And I was so excited. It was literally the first thing I did today. I've actually been missing writing blogs every day for the past two days. And a big part of me thought that I was going to be like, pretty over it, like ready to move forward, like, okay, done with that challenge. I've missed it. And I've missed it because it felt so good to practice using my voice. So being able to reconnect with the things I love, and, and that's not the only thing, okay? Like I've been reconnecting with cooking. I have been reconnecting with spending time with my partner and like quality time, like being present time. I've also been reconnecting with like my spiritual self in a way that is blowing up, which is partly why I launched, you know, all of my spiritual services just a couple of weeks ago. Um, it, so many beautiful things were able to come forward because there was space. Number eight, it helps me re reconsider where I want to spend my time for my business and my personal life. You know, whenever we give something time, we're taking time away from something else. So when I was scrolling on Facebook, I was taking time away from time that I could be spending blogging. When I was looking through Instagram and, and hanging out there, I was taking away from time that I could be reading or hanging out with my partner and being present or something else. And this time apart really made me reconsider how it is that I'm going to be stepping back into life right now. I've laid some boundaries for myself and I'm going to be sticking to them because while I enjoy aspects of social media, it's always a decision. I'm always making a decision about where to spend my time. 
And would future Anna appreciate if I'm scrolling, spending my time scrolling on Facebook or I'm spending time writing a vlog and strengthening my voice, right? Those are some, those are some decisions and decisions that we need to make. Number nine, it gave me the opportunity to consider how much value being on, how much value I place being on social media every day. So again, this kind of like leans back on number eight. It really gave me the time to think through, okay, what is social media in my life? What is the value of being on social media? Why was this so important to me? Especially now that my business, uh, my agency, like we stopped offering social media marketing in July of 2020, which was a huge component of me needing to be on online all the time. Um, so here I was taking this break, thinking about like, okay, what is the real value here? What am I actually gaining? What have these social networks been giving back to me? Or am I just dumping all of my energy into them? You know, we can't give from an empty cup, right? We have to fill our cup first and then we can share with others. But we also need to consider, are we putting time and energy into things that don't give us value back? And I'm not talking like dollar signs. That's absolutely a part of it because I'm a business owner and time is important. But at the same time, it's like, is this, is this really giving me relationships, like true relationships? Would I be building better relationships in other places? You know, a lot of questions there. And this kind of leads into number 10 and some awesome, awesome news. So it helps me to reconsider how I want to grow my business and promote it. And when I say my business, I'm talking about my spiritual guidance business. I'm talking about my marketing. I am talking about my podcast. And guess what? I want to do things differently. I want to build out my businesses in a unique and different and fresh way. Everybody goes the traditional route, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, blah, 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 blah. not to say that those things are bad by any means. It's just that I want to start meeting people in a different way, in a more personal way, in a way that gives them a break from all of that. If you've been following this podcast for a while, you know that I think it was, oh gosh, maybe September and October of last year. I, I was really, I was really like, I was launching a community. I was doing it. I was like, you know, I had gotten the green, green light, or at least what I thought was a green light. And then at the last moment, it was red light twice to start a community. But now it is 100% green, like blazing green. I am going to build my community online, away from social media, in a place that will facilitate the type of interaction that I want to provide for people in a place where they can meld the spiritual and the practical, you know, the everyday, in a place where they can come and be themselves. And, and I, I'm 
I'm saying they, but you, <laughs> where you can come and be yourselves, where you don't have to feel like you might be ostracized if you have a different point of view, because there's space for all of it. As long as we are talking, you know, in respect and out of love, I am super excited. I will be launching a community at the end of this month on Patreon. And my lowest tier is going to be a dollar, and you'll be able to join the community for that. Uh, the cool thing about Patreon is that you can pay per month or you can pay for the year up front. The bottom line is I have to start making money with the things that I do. I spend money on podcast editing, on show notes, on doing all of these things, and it's, it's an unhealthy energy exchange. It has to stop. It's not serving me. So you will be hearing more about this. Make sure that you are on my email list. We are launching at the end of March, which that'll just be like a week and a half away or something. Maybe, yeah, when this goes live. Um, make sure you're on my email list. And I can't wait. I'm going to be having like guest um speakers come in and do workshops we're gonna have like extra podcast episodes we're gonna have like so much stuff happening there i am crazy excited so stay tuned <laughs> bottom line i want to be able to offer people a respite from the madness of social media and a place where they can come and feel at home and grow and learn and be challenged and, you know, I mean, we are stepping into such an incredible paradigm right now. Life is no longer ever going to be the same. And people are finding spirituality in such a new and beautiful way. Because of all of the hardships that have happened, we're all cracking open. And that is a gorgeous thing. But people, people need a community. They, they need a place to go, right? To, to bring this to the table, to say, Oh my gosh, this is happening. I'm going through this. What's 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 here and you know, maybe take a class on inner child work or a class on, you know, money money um hang-ups and all kinds of things. It's all going to be happening and I'm so excited. All right, folks, that wraps up today's show. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. If you were inspired by what I shared here, please head over to iTunes. There will be a link in the show notes so that you can subscribe and leave me a review, which helps to get this podcast in front of other people. Make sure you sign up for the email list for all of the updates. I have previously been sending out monthly, free monthly meditations to my email list um, in, um, to, in support of the uh, monthly Akashic Record readings, that is actually now gonna start happening on Patreon. So make sure you sign up for the email list um, just for those updates. And don't forget, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Until next week. <laughs>